0: Have you been struggling in your relationship? There could be more to it than meets the eye. Welcome to Let's Just Face It. I am your host, Raquel Jolina. For years, I was in a very toxic relationship, which I didn't recognize as abusive until the day I left. Let's take a look at the abusive patterns and behaviors to tear down the walls that could be holding you back from moving forward and living your best life, even after abuse. Facing small fears can lead to big changes. Are you ready to get started? Well, hello, friends, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Let's Just Face It. Thank you so much for all of your support and for being here week after week with me. My intention when I created this podcast was the idea of bringing you information about abusive relationships and narcissistic abuse, because there's a lot of people out there that don't recognize abuse just because it's not physical abuse. Today, I am going to ask you to help me spread the word. Tell your friends, anybody that you might understand needs help understanding more about their relationship, just forward a message, or you can send them to let'sjustfaceitnow.com and they can access the latest episode there. Today's podcast is, how do you leave a narcissist? Well, there's different ways that you can leave a narcissist or any type of abusive relationship. But the number one thing that you have to keep in mind is that your mind has to be stronger than your feelings. When you decide to leave a narcissist, when you realize that you're in an abusive relationship and you can no longer take what is going on around you, or the fact that you're not being treated like the queen that you are, this is when you have to start acting with your mind and leave your feelings aside. Leaving somebody that you love and that you have strong feelings for, or cutting somebody out of your life that means a lot to you is more about you than it is about them. And you have to understand this as well. Your mind has to know where it's going and what it's doing, and you cannot let your heart choose what to do or how to do it. You've been leading with your heart and it has not worked out well for you because the people that are around you are not looking for your best interest. They don't have your best interest at heart. The moment that you decide that you are no longer willing to put up with this, the moment that you're deciding to bring up Boundaries and not let people in and be strict about holding up your boundaries, this is what you have to keep on doing. You cannot let yourself feel sorry or feel bad because people want to trample all over you. It's not about them anymore. You've already given them platform, you've already given them time and space, and they have not become the person that you need beside you. Whether it is a partner, a romantic relationship, a parent, a sibling, a friend, it doesn't matter. You have already invested time, probably money, and love in them, and it has not worked out for you. It's time to cut your losses and stop moving around with your heart and your feelings for these people. It will hurt to cut them off, but you'll be so much better for it. You can choose to either suffer now the loss of this person in your life and grieve the loss, or you can keep suffering for the longest time until you decide to take action. You'll be in pain all this time. When you can cut them off being strong about what you know and not what you feel. It's gonna hurt regardless. It's up to you if it hurts in the short run or in the long run. Number two, understand that this person does not love you. Narcissists and sociopaths, they have no or very little empathy. So they have no idea what love is. They can't put themselves in your shoes. They can't comprehend the way that you're feeling. They don't even love themselves. They can't even stand being themselves. And that is why. They try to look for people like you and me so they can become or have people believe that they can become what we are because they cannot be who they wish they could be. They have no empathy. They can't learn from their mistake and they cannot love you. The moment you understand that this person does not love you, that this person is using you, the moment that you understand that it is not love but convenience, that moment, it will make it easier for you to walk away from this relationship. Number three, and this is one that took me a very long time to realize, an absent parent is better than an abusive parent. Sometimes we as mothers tend to hold on to the idea that we want to keep our family together. And they also make us believe that we need to keep our family together. If we make any attempt at breaking the relationship, they'll make us feel guilty for the fact that that we're breaking up the family. But the truth of the matter is that we didn't break up the family. They are breaking up the family. We are no longer able to tolerate the disrespect. We are no longer able to tolerate them crossing boundaries. We are no longer able to accept the behavior that we have been accepting for however long we have been in this type of relationship an absent parent, sometimes it's a better choice for our children instead of having an abusive parent. A parent that makes them feel like they're a nobody. A parent that uses a child to get back at the other parent. A parent that only wants space and time with their child to get out of paying for child support. A parent that would only put in time to make you pay for taking them away when they didn't want them in the first place a parent that when given the right opportunity to move away from all the responsibility of a parent in the blink of an eye, they would take it. An absent parent is not always a bad thing. Having an abusive parent in a home where the mother or father can't be happy because the other parent is being abusive not only to their spouse, but to their children. The children start learning the types of behavior that you're telling them that is okay. The more you keep an abusive parent in the home, the more you're showing your children that this is acceptable, that this is what love is. And this might even be the reason why you're here in the first place. Understand that an absent parent is not always a bad thing. Sometimes it's necessary, and sometimes it's the best option for your child and for you. I wanted to believe so badly that I needed a father figure for my daughter, that I ended up in this narcissistic, abusive scenario. For the longest time, I kept putting with behaviors that did not align with me, allowing boundaries to be crossed for the idea of having a family. That broke the relationship with my daughter. I I didn't realize that the relationship was broken. I didn't realize how angry she was at me for all of this. Now being out of that relationship for over eight years, I can actually say that my relationship with my daughter, it's at its peak, it's at its highest. And we can talk about the things that we have been through. And we talk about this relationship a lot because of what I do as a relationship coach helping with abuse recovery. The best thing that I did for her was leave that relationship. And the best thing that I did for my son, even though it was my son's father. Now my son is 13 years old and now he makes a choice whether he wants to spend time with his father. I am totally out of the equation, so I don't know how much they communicate, but I can definitely tell you that it's been months since he's wanted to go and see his father. Let's keep moving. Number four, strategy plan. You need an exit strategy plan. You need to start preparing to leave this relationship. Depending on how toxic or abusive your relationship is, some might be even more dangerous than others. You need to take into account all the steps that you need to take to leave your relationship. You need to put in the work to make sure that your exit is safe. This takes taking some things into account. And a while ago, I did create an exit strategy plan. If this sounds like something that you would need, you can go to RaquelKolina.com forward slash exit and you can download the guide. It has about 12 steps you can take into account before leaving a toxic, abusive or narcissistic abusive relationship. It is a free guide. For you to take and make it your own you might be able to add some things and there might be some things that you don't need but it's there for the taking if you're driving or you can't write that right now i will also put the link in the show notes below number five you have to realize that they will not change one of the things that kept me there was his future faking his promises of how it was going to be better tomorrow of how we were going to be financially independent how we were going to be a better family when we had our own home. It was always something in the future that would make us be a better family. But there was no change. An abuser does not change. An abuser will go back into the love bombing stage and start the cycle of abuse again to pull you into another cycle of abuse. And because you're craving for this love, for this attention that you weren't getting, you get pulled back into this scenario. And then you find yourself in another abusive cycle. Abusers do not change. Abusers just modify. They won't change. They'll learn to do it better. And even if you don't realize it is abuse, it is breaking you down. Realize your abuser will change to modify the behavior, to make things feel temporarily better for you, to make you stay. And every time that you want to leave or take a step back from the relationship, They will make you feel good and they will go to the love bombing stage to give you all the love and attention that you wanted. But this is what I call the sweet nothings. Because they put in very little amount of work, the slightest, the minimum. And we fall for it because we're craving love so badly in those moments of abuse that anything is better than nothing. But you are worth a lot more than this. Those sweet nothings. Will only keep you in the abusive relationship longer. They will not change, and all you will get the longer you stay in the relationship are sweet nothing. So don't take their words that they will change. If there's no actions, long term action that will actually show you that this person is changing and they've promised over and over again change and you don't see it, this is called manipulation. The constant promise of change with no actions is manipulation. Do not let yourself be gaslighted or manipulated any longer. They will not change. Number six, the best way to break with your narcissistic abusive partner is going no contact. I understand that because we're trauma bonded with our abusers, sometimes it is very hard because the trauma bond feels like a drug addiction. If you have never felt this, you might not understand it. When you are trauma-bonded, it means that you are addicted to the abuse cycle, and sometimes you feel like you can't even breathe or live without this person. You might have tried to leave sometime before, and you always end up coming back. Because of this, the best way is to go no contact. And I do understand that some of us have children, and you might have children with your narcissist or abusive partner. You can still go no contact. Many of these abusers do not actually have a need to spend time with their kids. And you might get lucky enough that they let you just walk out without any attention to their kids. You're lucky if that happens. You will never be able to co-parent because they will always try to contra-parent. And they will always look for a way to go against whatever you're saying. But if you have to parent with them, what you can do is your rules apply to your home and let their rules apply to their home. You will never be able to get them in the same line as you. You can try to keep the communications to a minimum. Try to have them by text so there's always evidence of what is going on and just answer whatever is related to your child or your children. Do not give in to any other type of conversation that is not related to your child because they will keep dragging you into another cycle of abuse if you give in as far as they want you to. When you leave a narcissist, be prepared to get hoovered. And if you don't know what hoovering is, just think of a vacuum cleaner, the hoover. They will suck you in into another abusive cycle if you don't understand that this is exactly what they're trying to do. For more information, check out episode 66, where I go full detail about hoovering. These are just six ways on how you can leave a narcissistic, abusive relationship. This is not the end-all be-all. These are just some of the things that you have to take into account when you're leaving an abusive, narcissistic relationship. These are the things that I thought I should bring up to open your eyes and understanding what is going on behind it. It is not easy to leave an abusive relationship, and I know. Those who have never been in an abusive relationship, bless your hearts. You're blessed to have never been in this position. Therefore, you probably would never understand how you can't just leave an abusive relationship. But there's a lot to be said about that. If you know anybody that you think, oh my God, why doesn't she leave him? Why doesn't he leave her? Send them to the podcast. The partner doesn't have to know they're listening to the podcast, but they will learn, get insights of what is going on in their relationship and probably will help them understand what they're going through. Once you understand what you're going through, it makes it a little easier to plan your exit and understand that you are not meant to be where you are today. Leaving a narcissist is not easy. It took me 14 years and I don't even know how many times I try to leave. It takes about seven times to leave. But once you understand certain things, like understanding that your mind has to be stronger than your feelings, understand that he doesn't love you, he's just using you, understand that sometimes an absent parent is better than having an abusive parent in the home, understanding that you need to plan your exit strategy, understanding that they will not change no matter how bad they promise. And that you need to go no contact or as close to no contact as possible if you have children. A lot of us have done this without even knowing that we were with a narcissist. A lot of us didn't even know what a narcissist was. We just thought that we were dating a jerk or married to a jerk. But now there's so much information out there for you to be able to know what you're going through. Number one, to know that you're not alone. Number two, that there is support out there. And number three, that you can leave and become the best version of yourself after abuse if you decide to put in the work to work on yourself. I am a relationship coach. My specialty is abuse recovery, and I help women build back their self-love, their confidence, their inner strengths after an abusive relationship. If this sounds like you or you know anybody that can benefit from this information or working after an abusive relationship, you can just go to come to rise.com. I know how hard it is to stay away and have to deal with whatever comes after leaving them. I have been in your place. I am here to help you through it and move on and move out of where you are right now. There is a better life out there for you and you can find your best life. Don't let your past define you or your experiences. As bad as they may have been, that's not you. You're meant for more. And when you realize this, when you understand, who you really are, and who you want to be. You need to understand that you need to love yourself more than anything. And these types of relationships take that from us. It is time that you love yourself again, and that you build yourself up again to be the person that you've always been meant to be. We are meant to rise. I heard this quote the other day, and I am going to leave you with this quote today. What defines us is how well we rise after falling. Go to Instagram, send me a private message with the word coach and let's get connected. I will put all these links in the show notes. Remember, this is your time. This is your moment. Don't let it pass you by. The longer you wait to work on yourself or leave this relationship, the longer you Don't forget to share suffering. this episode with a friend or a loved one that might need this information. This way, you will help me reach more people like you. Also, sign up for the email list at RaquelColina.com forward slash email. Don't forget... Facing small fears can lead to big changes. Thank you for being here with me today. Have a blessed week.